the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives, sponsored by RC Auto, me and myrc.com. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Rescuers Radio Show here in the studios of Faith Talk 1360 Radio in Phoenix, Arizona. And I have with me an out-of-state guest today. Vince Ng. Hi, Vince. Hi, Art. How are you? Have we met before? Oh, I think we have. <laughs> nice to speak to you. I might explain that later in the show. But uh, uh, you live in Stowe, Ohio. That's correct. And a number of hands from the audience. How many know who Stowe is? Oh, look. No, nobody. Nobody knows. So uh, I guess I was the only one. So um, uh, I, I'm so glad to have you on. And Rescuers uh, was was made uh, to fit what what you're in love with, with what you're doing. And um, you know, anyone that's that's in the area of changing and saving lives these days during COVID nineteen are pretty special. And uh, I know you wouldn't admit this, but you you are one of those people. And it's okay to talk about it today. <laughs> so, um, uh, for goodness sakes, um, where, I, I mean, tell, tell me a little bit before, before we get into that discussion, uh, what, what occupation do you come from? What, where, where have you been that this fit for you? Well, I've been uh, doing marketing and advertising for, Oh, goodness, probably almost 30 years now and just got into a hobby of 3D printing. And that leads to what I'm doing now. And not not as a career, but to help out and be a rescuer. So your your sales and marketing was with various corporations, whoever. Yes, yeah, okay. right. Different, uh, started with newspapers and working through uh, different uh, media industries, including radio. Nice. Yeah. You were in radio for a while? Uh, yeah, twenty years of that uh, thirty-year career. So in, in Ohio, in, in Cleveland or Akron. That's correct. Between okay. Cleveland and Akron and wow. Canton. See, I can talk about that area because that's where I'm from. I'm an, I'm an Akron native. I'm a I'm not a zip, but I am an Akron native. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a proud a- a zip. <laughs> oh, you're a proud zip. Okay, and, yes. and I will never figure out how a university in Akron ever got a kangaroo as their mascot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Kangaroos, zippers, yeah, it, yeah, it all yeah. goes together. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's also where uh, the home of um, 
uh, a great basketball player, huh? Who was that? Yeah, I think some people, some of your listeners might have heard of LeBron James. LeBron James came from Akron, Ohio. Yes. So, uh, and we remember the, the soapbox derby and where blimps were first made and all that stuff. Uh, yes. no one, no one, uh, really appreciates the richness of that area, I don't think. It's a wonderful place to live, in my opinion. So when you talk about 3D printers, you make it sound like you built one. <laughs> you, you can. It's, it's essentially <laughs> what they are, but you, you buy the parts and, uh, um, you can buy them where, it comes with the components. You put it together, and it's just a, a small computer that's telling the extruder is what it is. It's pushing the plastic out where to go. It's- I, I I have no idea what it looks like. I have no idea how it works. <laughs> I see I see uh, programs saying that they can build a house, they can build a car, they can yes. build anything, right? Yeah, pretty much. If you think it um, and you have the software to develop a 3D model, then they have software that converts it into the code, so to speak, for the printer to read, and it prints it out. And there's printers, small printers that might be 12 inches by 12 inches, up to very large platforms, like said, to print car parts. Wow. So that's a real passion, huh, for you? I I love it. I think it would have uh, to be. something I picked up and just I've been doing nonstop. Where where did you first learn about 3D printers? (laughs) Um, Just... Through, I'm very interested, always interested in science and um, things like that and mechanics and following these different groups or on Facebook or just on the Internet and was fascinated with it. And I'm like, you know what, let's do this. So at the end of last year, got myself a printer, started off with printing 3D models of, you know, old cartoon characters, things like that that I grew up <laughs> with. My wife's like, why don't you print something practical? So then I'll you know, make a few little parts for around the house, things that we need. So you That's, didn't print out a cartoon character, did you? Well, I I do have some. I, I printed all the <laughs> the Peanuts gang. Really? <laughs> yes, you brought that, them to life fun. in a three D printer. Yes. Oh my gosh! I need photos of those. <laughs> I'll get you Come some. Come on, for sure. you got to share. So, um, uh, so here we are. Uh, probably four or five months ago, you couldn't have perceived doing what you're doing, right? That's correct. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, you were just doing normal, still in marketing and sales or? Yes. Yeah. So doing that during the day and then evenings and weekends through the, you know, beautiful winter weather here in Ohio. (laughs) Hey, it's (laughs) got 102 here today, by the way. <laughs> well, not quite there yet. <laughs> but yeah, just just a hobby and uh experimenting and having fun. That's all it was up until first week of April. And you and you were laid off or they No, I'm I'm very blessed to okay. be uh still employed. Nice. Working from home. Okay. It still employed. Isn't everybody these days. So, yes. uh I'm in a I'm in a radio studio right now where there's actually only two other people aside from myself in this building. <laughs> and that's quite contrary to where you were before, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and myself For sure. myself included. So, um uh so first you build a 3D printer. Did you do that before you knew what you were going to be printing? You were printing cartoon characters and Right, yeah. I had no idea what I was going to do with it. It was just novelty and the fun of hey i have a 3d printer (laughs) (laughs) wow anything else bizarre that you printed other than cartoon characters 
Oh, I wouldn't say anything bizarre, but you know, I do uh, different hobbies and little models, and I'll paint. So I've made you know paintbrush holders. So I at least started to do some practical <laughs> things. So now we're all we're all introverted into our houses, looking and inspecting, and what needs done. And you you can print out a paintbrush or <clears throat> whatever we need, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, around here, we need some some kind of device that kills rattlesnakes, but. Um, no, <laughs> no, just just kidding. Well, it depends on where you live, but but um, somewhere along the line, when uh, when coronavirus came into our lives, the end of January, uh, at what point did you see a need to to print to three D print uh, the straps for masks? Yes. Yeah, so I, I it really wasn't until late February where I really started seeing a lot of activity on the uh, different websites where you can find files or people are sharing their ideas, some, uh, sh- you know, just sharing what's going on where people started printing some different PPE, you know, personal pr- uh, protection, uh, protective equipment. Yeah. Uh, most of them started off with the That mask. was something we knew nothing about. Right. Five yeah, months ago. I mean, everybody's saying PPE and yeah. wouldn't have known what that is. But uh, I didn't have the um, the different plastics to print the masks. And I'm like, oh, I would love to do that. But uh, it's becoming very difficult to source a lot of the materials because either the warehouses are closed themselves or if you get it through Amazon, you know, you're looking at some serious delays. It's not a priority product. Then people started sharing other ideas of as they're working with those in the medical field of what, what was needed. And that's where I came across the ear savers. And that was more into March, late March, before I started seeing those. I'm like, I can print those. And that's when I started experimenting and getting the files and turn the printer on. It's been printing pretty much 24-7 since then, up till today. You it's even said it right broke, down, broke down once or twice. Yeah, so uh, with it just running constantly, <laughs> and it's running at 210 degrees Celsius, so... Wow, uh, this plastic, and yeah, I have to replace the parts. But fortunately, there are some part providers that uh, started sharing um, their information, or at least uh, reaching out to those in the three D community, saying, "If you are printing these kinds of products, let us know, and we will send you replacement parts free of charge." And I was fortunate to uh, get on that list and was able to get the parts in hand rather quickly. And it's back up and running. And I got some backup parts, too, now. Wow. So I assume you're not the only person in the country doing this now. Yeah, there are hundreds, if not probably thousands, that are doing it. I've uh, connected with a number of them around the country. Um, but you were because, the first, uh, right? <laughs> first that I, I know in my area. But, yeah, we'll go with the Between first. you and me and 100,000 people <laughs> listening right now, you can say yes. Sure, the first. <laughs> so... Um, in my mind, you're the first, you know, you're, you're the best. But I want to go back a little bit when you became aware of this. How was that? What kind of encounter? And then how deep of a problem was exposed to you to even think about this? So when I first saw the design, I'm like, oh, that's just interesting. More of less just, okay, it's something convenient because it goes behind the head. And when you wear the, the mask with the straps, they just connect. I'm like, okay, it's, it's more of just a convenience. So maybe it prevents the mask from sliding off your face or if it doesn't fit perfectly this helps then i was doing some more research and reading the articles that are associated with these files and actually uh 
reading quotes and interviews with those in the medical field, they did not realize when they're wearing these masks all day, it's actually tearing apart their ears. Literally, were bleeding and just the pain. Wow. And uh, reached out to some local friends who are uh, work in the medical field as well, and they're like, "Yes, this is something we're not used to. Yes, we wear masks, but they didn't wear them all day long during their shift. They would put them on in and out of patients or as they're doing a certain project, but not all day." Now they have to keep them all day and their ears are hurting. And that's what I learned. And I'm like, I need to do this. So as the hours for a nurse, let's say, or a doctor even, uh, became longer and longer. We have nurses here in the Valley that were working uh, 20 hour shift or uh, 12 hour shifts or 16 hour right. shifts. And they, and, um, and the, the problem of the rubbing and the soreness became a real issue, right? That's correct. So as a rescuer, which you are, because you're changing lives um, uh, by by soothing what's behind the ear, uh, you, what did you do, print a handful to begin with? And and, um, and and then what material? How did you select us? It's silicone, right? It's, a, it's actually a type of polyester. It's polyester, called PLA okay, right. is what I use. There's a, a number of different filament materials that you can use for 3D printing. Um, and I wanted to make sure I was using a product that was safe. So again, continuing with the research and actually finding uh, information from the National Institute of Health and um, other organizations, you know, the PLA is very safe. It's uh, actually a plant-based uh, plastic um, and biodegradable. So it's it's not as uh, strong as I should say. Should say that it is strong. It's just not as flexible or can go under the stress of a lot of heat, um, but it's a very acceptable and uh, material, and I have plenty of it since I've been stocking up. So I was fortunate to have that stock of, uh, of using it. So did your mind ever first go to, I got I to gotta find a way to produce masks, or you were just always uh, going towards the straps? More or less the straps. I would have liked to have done the masks, but it was beyond the materials I had. So then I was kind of bummed. It's like, oh, I'd like to help. And then these these came uh, into my life, so to speak. And then, I'm, then when I researched, I'm like, I can do this. So I started experimenting with printing. Um, when I say experimenting, I, I can do the print. It's just how fast and how many can I print on the print bed so I can get these out in the hands of people uh, quickly. And then, and then who started with the orders? To who started with the requests? You started with a so handful? I started, or? Yeah, with friends of the family and uh, uh, friends uh, of ours that uh, work in the medical field. I have uh, uh, my niece is uh, works at the Akron Children's Hospital um, and uh, a couple other independent offices of different people I know. So I started with them. My uh, other niece works in a nursing home. So got it to them, oh, wow. and they're like, this is a lifesaver. And I made sure I gave them enough to yeah. share with their co-workers as well and then once i got that feedback i knew okay this is something so started off with just a couple hundred getting out which still i think was uh, quite an accomplishment and then i put it on facebook not to, as a hey look what i did look at me more or less if you know anybody i want to get more of these out in the hands of people and then the the magic of social media and sharing <laughs> that's why i started getting the inquiries and uh, it was a little overwhelming at first but I'm just like, you know what? I can do this. And nobody had to wait more than probably three or four days 
for me to get them in the mail to them. So like that ended up being about, I'm at about 1,200 that I've gotten out in the last four weeks. Wow. And, and are all your orders in Northeast Ohio or Ohio or where does oh, it go? Absolutely not. All over the country. Once this started getting shared, it was amazing. So I got a request from a nursing home up in Portland, Maine, um, <laughs> to yeah, frontline workers in New York Facebook's City. Facebook's a wonderful thing, right? <laughs> Isn't it? You yeah. never know where everybody's coming from. But uh, in New York City, Washington, D.C., down in Atlanta, um, hospitals down in Florida, Chicago, um, a number of them actually from Phoenix and, wow. um, and Los Angeles and everywhere in between. So I've been sending them everywhere. And the charge is? Nothing. I'm not charging anybody anything. I'm not charging them postage. Not for the materials. This is something I want to do to no help. Donations, them. No donations. No. No. Pay, no. No payment. I've had requests for donations, but I, I, I didn't accept them. This is I, something I just want to do, and I'm able to do it. Like I said earlier, blessed to still be working. I have the resources to do this, so I want to do it and help because I'm so grateful for for all these frontline workers that are sacrificing their lives for us um, and putting even their families second you know to help to help everybody that needs to help and this is the way i wanted to give back sounds like a true calling from god I believe so yes oh nice for you nice because <laughs> you, you and i have never you know i i'm a believer and we're we're on a christian station right now and it's okay uh there there are no walls here or uh or or if you know we we can we can we can say god if we want and uh, so i i i think I, uh, we're going to pause for just a moment, Vince. I have a, uh, for 60 seconds, and then I'll be right back, okay? Sounds good. Thank okay. you. One of my greatest joys in life has been obtaining a vehicle from RC Auto. Yes, I said a joy in reference to buying or leasing a vehicle. Instead of walking onto a car dealership lot and facing a horde of vultures waiting for you, you are invited into a calm, friendly office where you will be asked things like, what have you been driving? What are you looking for? What is your budget? That's when the car buying or leasing experience changes into an easy educational experience. RC Auto is not a typical car or truck dealership, so they have the advantage of seeking different brands like Toyota, Lexus, Subaru, and more from a broad selection from sources that you never have to visit or arm wrestle a salesperson for. The joy is not being sold, but educated into the right decision for you. For your next vehicle, go to RC Auto, where it's more than just an exchange of keys. It's a relationship. Make an appointment today at meandmyrc.com. All right, Vince, we can continue now. Right. Um, so how many do you crank out now a day? Oh, I'm probably able to get about 50 to 60 a day. I've been running the printer nonstop 24-7. When I say 24-7, literally 24-7, because I'll get up at 2 a.m. knowing because it takes about uh, four hours for the print cycle. And I'll know, I'll get up, I'll come downstairs, I'll take them off the print bed, start it again, and go back to bed. 
It's just the only way I can keep up, and I don't mind doing it. So when you first got this idea about the 3D printer and then where it's where it's gone to this point, what what did your family say to you? Are you nuts? <laughs> Not really. They've been uh, pretty proud, and uh, <laughs> um, mostly because I haven't been printing anything fun for them. But my, my, my son, he's 12. He, he's been bugging me to print some things for him, and but he's been very <laughs> understanding that I kind of put his projects to the side right now. So it's all been good. Well, you could probably print a ball glove or a bat or something, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say I think no. he wants me to. Yeah, he's I'm like, I'll print whatever he wants. He's, there's some characters. I don't even know what these characters are that he wants printed for these new video games or yeah. shows. I, I don't know. But. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so everybody's on board. Everybody's supportive. And you're yes. working almost around the clock doing this. Yeah, yeah. So the word travels fast, obviously, and you've done it all through uh, Facebook, right? Is that's that your, that, yes. that's your marketing tool? And um, and I'm trying to think of somewhere in the United States where you, nobody has contacted you, but I can guess after this program, you're going to have m- more people from <laughs> Arizona, probably. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> there's uh, plenty of... Uh, partners and we're all in this together and we're all printing and we'll if i can't keep up i can direct them to somebody else or get in touch with somebody that that, that can because uh, some yeah. people are actually creating what they would call print farms and they'll buy 10 printers and they have them running wait a minute a print farm is that where a they farm. is that where a three-day yes. printer breeds itself or <laughs> but yeah people will set up like if they have large garages <laughs> or barns they'll literally literally set up 10 15 20 of these printers really um and some of them are taking orders and especially if you need replacement parts yeah. just for fun but i know a lot of people have converted their print farms into the ppe equipment there is a movement out there with 3d printers i have no i'm not aware of until right now print farms <laughs> it's it's exciting i learn something new every day about <laughs> what people are using them for and to make but and God bless them. So, so these are the yeah. farmers that are actually being blessed these days. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so I, I this, this is great. I, I, uh, I had no idea I was going to learn so much. I want to build a three D printer. What, what do I need to do? <laughs> well, <laughs> here he is telling an old guy how to do this, right? <laughs> Careful. Yeah, but uh, it takes some uh, computer skills. You got to do some know-how there. You got to do the 3D. But if you don't, it's okay because there's websites you can download. Other people share their ideas and share the files they create. Um, not stealing other copyrighted, but it's all purposely uh, self-created or you can buy them as well. And then you just hit go on your printer if, if, you're, if, if you want to take the simple route. So I do have a question about the straps themselves. Are they patented yes. or are they... If no, so many so people are doing many, this. Yeah, so a lot of the there's companies. Um, one of them called Peak Sports has actually uh, designed uh, had one design, and they went and published these with full exclusive rights for people to use. So all these have been designed, and because I think the the entire the mask saver ear saver product is is something new that was probably just developed within the last few months, but uh, nobody that I've seen has, has created them, has done a patent or tried to keep it to themselves to profit from it. Well, They've been putting hear. them out in public domain. So we're able to you share pr- our resources and make it better. Because you were at the front end and designed the model. 
Right. <laughs> so we're out there. <laughs> so I have a question for you before we get off the air here. Uh, COVID-19, we've seen the best of people. We're seeing the worst of people. And there's going to be a lot of stories created from this period of time. It's unprecedented. What do you think your story is going to be at the end? Me personally is going to be just uh, just really taking in and learning and experiencing the humanity and the good in people out there. And that we all working together to make it better for everybody. And I think myself included and people I know and just so many other people that are involved, I think are just going to come out with a more positive, um, happy outlook and just more of appreciation for what we do have and more of appreciation for each other. Gosh, that's wonderful, Vince. It's been great talking with you. And by the way, audience, it's been fun talking to my nephew, right? That's correct. I'm okay. glad. Vince, <laughs> have a great rest of the day, man. Thank God, you very God much. God bless I, you. Okay, bye-bye. God bless you. Take care. Bye. bye. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM. Sponsored by RC Auto, where it's not just an exchange of keys, it's a relationship.